You're listening to the Multifamily Market Watch for Washington State. Apartment owners who need to know, trust HFO. The leading source for multifamily industry news around the state, from Puget Sound to the Tri-Cities. Welcome back to Washington Multifamily Market Watch. I'm your host, Aaron Kirk Douglas. The top news this week, the Washington legislative session moved forward with several bills that appear headed towards potential votes on the House and Senate floors. We have a multifamily project roundup and Yardi Matrix reports evolving investor appetite for multifamily amid pricing uncertainty. We'll be back with those stories and more in just a moment. This Washington Multifamily Market Watch is co-sponsored by Gantry Inc., the nation's largest independent mortgage broker, and by J.R. Johnson, experts in multifamily restoration and repair work. Now on to our news briefing. Friday, February 17th was the deadline for legislative bills to make it out of their committees to the entire House or Senate. Bills that remain alive at this point include two bills on rent control that will that are in the House Appropriations Committee, HB 1388 and HB 1389. They are not currently set for hearing, but could be set at any time. House Bill 1388 would prohibit a rental housing owner from increasing rent more than the rate of inflation or 3%, whichever is greater, up to a maximum of 7%. The bill also includes multiple other objectionable provisions for rental housing owners. Uh, HB 1389 is extremely similar. Rental housing owners are urged to contact Washington's House Appropriations Committee members with their objections. Meanwhile, House Bill 1628 has a committee hearing on Tuesday, February 21st at 8 a.m. The bill would impose one of America's highest state real estate excise taxes. Written testimony will be accepted up to Wednesday morning, February 22nd. The change to REIT would increase the rate to 4% on sales of more than $5 million. It would take effect on January 1st, 2025 would also allow numerous counties and cities to impose a second local government real estate excise tax without voter approval beginning on January 1st, 2024. The hearing again is Tuesday, February 21st at 8 a.m. in the House Finance Committee. Rental housing owners are urged to contact their representatives and register their opposition. Missing middle housing legislation, both HB 1110 and SB 5190 were approved by their respective committees. However, HB 1110 still needs to pass appropriations and SB 5190 needs to pass through ways and means in order to survive. The legislation, as currently written, creates two population thresholds for increasing density requirements. Cities with population over 75,000 or within a continuous urban growth area with a city over 200,000 must authorize the development of at least four units on every residential lot and six units within a half mile of major transit. Smaller cities between 25 and 75,000 must authorize at least two units per residential lot or four within a half mile of major transit, large parks, or schools. 
This past Tuesday, the State of Washington Local Government Committee considered Senate Bill 5741. The multifamily industry supports this bill and a companion house bill that would support low-income households by implementing a voucher program. The voucher would help bridge the gap between household income and rent. We will update whether the voucher legislation moves forward in Washington. Seattle leads the U.S. in high-income renters, according to Rent Cafe. From 2015 to 2020, Seattle experienced a 169% increase in people earning more than $150,000 a year. As a result, developers are continuing to build luxury apartments. The number of renters earning more than $150,000 increased by 82% between 2015 and 2020, vastly outpacing the 3.2% increase in overall renters. During the same period, Portland, Oregon saw $150,000 income households rise by 148%. USG Realty Capital and Plus Capital Partners announced plans to develop 176 apartment units in Tacoma to be called the Market Square Apartments. This project contractor is Pavilion Construction. A 137-unit mixed-use building with underground parking and first-floor retail is proposed for Old Bellevue. Vanderhoek Corp. estimates the project will cost about $140 million. Work on several downtown Seattle apartment towers continues, although progress appears slow. Those are a two-tower apartment known as the Denny Triangle on Stewart Street and a 33-story, 486-unit project called Museum House on Terry Avenue. South Seattle has a large apartment project in the works. A one-third acre site previously consisting of three single-family homes will consist of eight stories and 191 units. In addition, this property called Trace 4001 will have 175 bicycle parking spots and 12 parking spaces. Construction is expected to start next year. Apartments.com reports January year-over-year rents in Portland were up 3.8%, while Seattle rates increased by 2. Yardy Matrix reports multifamily investor demand continues to evolve in 2023, with pricing uncertainty stalling the market as investors increasingly focus on markets with job and population growth. As a result, 2022 transaction activity was down about 22% in the West, but up in the Midwest and Northeastern United States. Activity in the Southeast declined by 20% and in the Southwest by 23.5%. Sales volume in Seattle declined by a relatively small 3.4%. The surge of electric vehicle usage won't be slowing down anytime soon, as West Coast states have mandated their sales effective in the next few years. Earlier this month, Portland City Council unanimously approved an ordinance mandating that EV charging stations be provided in all new multifamily and mixed-use construction starting March 31st of 2023. Additionally, all properties with more than six parking spaces will be required to provide chargers for half of all stalls. The Oregon legislature's eviction policies and home construction incentives are taking shape in Salem. The legislators plan to provide more time before evictions, more money for factory-built homes, and new revolving loans to encourage home building for middle-income families. 
Don't forget to subscribe to both the HFO Multifamily Market Watch and Washington Multifamily Market Watch wherever you get your podcasts. We dig through all the news so you don't have to. Until next time. Our entire office specializes in multifamily real estate, making HFO the largest multifamily brokerage in the Pacific Northwest. Your success is our passion. Build your legacy with HFO. Call 503-241-5541 or visit our website at hfore.com for more information. HFO is an affiliate of the Global Real Estate Advisor Network.